Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. So listen, I'm talking to these two yahoos last week, and I just, you know, we started really strong with doing every other week we would do a major arcana card. I just don't fucking want to. Like, <laughs> all three of us are doing readings in particular, like, um, full-time, right? And we were just talking about it. Like, I'm booked out, I think, for the next two weeks. And uh, Hillary is crazy busy and Jamie is busy. And, like, we're hopping in the, in the hand. Like, if we're going to talk about something, we want to talk about something that's, like, exciting and relevant and people's opinions and all the great letters that we get. I'm not talking about, like, goddamn Major Arcana because we look at these cards all the time. However, I did realize during the break that I took um, my little, I don't feel so good break that some people might be really wanting us to fit, to finish what we started, you know, like new students and people who are new to tarot. So we should, we're going to knock out the, the major arcana and we're going to get back to every other week. And then we're going to talk about the, uh, the pip cards in a different way. We're going to have like maybe two conversations about the ones for the aces. And then we're going to have two conversations about the twos. And the way I was thinking we could do it is the way that I teach in the class that I do. I have the aces or the pentacles and the cups in the, in the same one, because those are kind of like grounding receiving cards. And then I have the swords and the wands I teach separately because those are the action. Uh, I know that they're actual weapons, you know? So, um, so I split them like that. So we're going to be handling the aces, twos, threes, et cetera, all the way through the court cards by talking about um, aces. Because, I mean, shit, how much time can you spend on the three of cups? Three people hanging out, really having a good time. That's our podcast. Thanks for oh, coming by. Well, we can, also <laughs> get, we can also get into like thou shalt not, you know, puke on the porcelain toilet. You know, I don't know. You know, just party. Yeah, I, I've definitely, I've definitely had that those kind of readings where the three of cups have come up, and it's just like, hey, you gotta, you gotta rein in your drinking a little bit. We need to settle. Everybody just needs to settle down. <laughs> drinking is like, is okay. Drinking till you can't remember your last name, not okay. Probably not okay. <laughs> Unless you want to get rid of that last. I name. I do like how you threw in the probably. That was really. That was that was probably probably probably. <laughs> so let's talk about. I'm going to start this off because you guys are all giggly and silly tonight, and I'm all focused. You see my professional faces on. You can't see this at home, but Sonova's professional fucking faces on. She looks so professional, you guys. All right. So uh, this is the twelfth card of the Major Arcana. Um, it is. It's an image of a person hanging upside down by one ankle. Um, and they're tied by an ankle and the other leg is, is like in a uh, figure uh, four. And if you flip it upside down, it looks just like the, say it, world card. Um, ah, it's the exact, yes. Yes. yeah, if oh, you flip oh, it over, yes. it's the world card, right? So the world card is, is a portal. That is the beginning, the end. Um, and so here we have somebody where the beginning and the end is flipped on its head because he's just chilling. He's taking a moment. So because his hands generally are not bound and only one leg is bound and he has this halo, 
He's con- he's compared a lot to martyrs. Um, and I'm saying he a lot, but a lot of decks are calling this the hanged one. And I'm kind of down with that because gender is a construct. To deduct. But I've been using this specific deck for so long that I'm going to heat it up. That's just the way my brain works. So I'll work on it. I'll do better. Um, <clears throat> so martyrs sacrifice themselves for the greater good. He's also hanged not from a cross, but from a living tree. So Odin was hanged from a living tree after three days. Um, that one with an M, um, mm-hmm. that one guy, he was hanged for three. I mean, like they're over and over in different world religions. Um, someone was sacrificed. There was the Egyptian guy and then they chopped him into bits. His wife found his dinger and made it out of clay or whatever. And that was nice of her. And then. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I, I wrong? Mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't wait for Melissa's guide to world. Um, Kitchens, Egyptian, religions. religions. Kitchen table religions. Kitchen table religions. But, in um, Egypt, this one chick, you know, found her brother's well, penis. Well, no, because they, they chopped <laughs> him up. And then, and then I believe she got impregnated with the next god. Anyway. But anyway, so this, we're going to see this imagery. It's all throughout the world. And uh, it's essentially a, a um, self-sacrifice for the greater good. And, you know, a martyr in our tradition, the Western tradition, can mean one or two things. It can mean somebody who's sacrificing themselves for the greater good, or it can be somebody who acts like they're sacrificing themselves for the greater good. And you can, you know, just ask them to get one of those crosses with the fold down arms so they could set it up in whatever front yard they need to and let everybody know how hard they work for the betterment of all kind. Thanks a lot. Um, so, and it, it's, you know, um, so, but what he's doing is he's taking a step back from the action, right? So yeah. whatever's going on, whatever he's sacrificing himself for, he's removing himself from the action. He's placing himself into a circumspect, um, sacrificial place like i am no longer with you i am over here and i'm doing this for a reason right so it could be political it could be religious it could be a prophecy whatever um but he has a halo and that means enlightenment right so he knows something that we don't and has removed himself from the action briefly then our job as terror readers is to figure out why i don't know what do you guys think so good. A hangman is one of my birth <laughs> cards. So I love this card. And you're right. It is connected to the world card. You know, um, anybody that's got um, Empress in them as like their last card, the three, three, 12 and 21 is that trine number. So you can pull all three of those cards and see how they represent a shadow side or a, uh, a partnership with it Mm -hmm. so i look at the hanged one in my trinity as that um the editor kind of in a way where i have to remove myself from my creativity my empress side the one that is constantly barfing words onto a page or Mm -hmm. being silly here in the podcast and what i imagine that i know you know and i look at it as that new perspective card you know because when you are upside down, literally as a kid, you know, when you hang yourself upside down, you know, as a kid, as a swing set or as an, well, a kid can be at any age, you know, I I can't get into those positions anymore. I don't know about you. (laughs) That's not what I read on that bathroom wall, but I knew you were going to turn that and make it. Hey, yo, we're back. (laughs) And 
but yeah, you know, <laughs> when you're upside down, you see the world differently and it changes things. You know, the, the side, the sky is down and the world is up and what the heck, right? So you get a lot of different perspective when you're kind of stuck in that middle. And, you know, sometimes it's forced, sometimes it's not where a lot of people don't like that the hanged one because it's this feeling of stuckness but if you look at most of the traditional cards including my triple goddess deck you'll see that figure yep you'll see that figure who's hanging upside down with a smile on their face like melissa said the halo of enlightenment the happiness of you know getting more blood to their head because half of it is there is there like jesus christ hot potato you guys handle this shit i'm out and i think like a lot of people myself included as I shift around from a perfectly comfortable position, just because I haven't moved in a long time, um, I get afraid when things don't move forward. You know, I get scared when I'm stuck someplace for a long time. And we've talked about this before. Like since the pandemic started, I've barely written. And I've just recently been able to do that again, but I felt really, really stuck. And I got a reading, for, I believe, from Bo, my recently fired assistant. Um, that basically it was like the, Hey man, you have to stick around. You have to just be for a while. And I was like, go fuck yourself, Bo. How dare you see me? Um, <laughs> sir, you know, <laughs> disrespectful and homophobic. How dare you? And, um, <laughs> but, but he was correct because with my health being the way it is, that's all I could do. You know? So am I going to have a temper tantrum? Probably. But after that, what are you supposed to do other than just relax and let the universe go past you? Pretty much. You can't be part of it right now. Yeah. Like, well, fine. Fuck you too. And, and, and nobody has to say that you can't be upset about it or, you know, like I call it the temper tantrum, kick dirt, you know, like I didn't want to, you know, kick the ground beneath me. I mean, you could still do that, but at the same time, at some point you're going to have to lean into that instance, that, that moment that you're being told don't do shit. Mm. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you were saying, like, having the universe go past you. For me, the hanged one is, like, a moment of deep acceptance for that cause. And every time this card comes up, I don't like it. My clients usually don't like it either because it's just like, hey, the universe has much better timing than we ever are going to hope to. And unfortunately, right now, with the hanged one, there is a there's a moment for pause. It's almost like this deep inhale before the exhale. Mm -hmm. But what are you going to do with that moment? Because most of the time when I see the hanged one, especially with the cards surrounding it, I'm saying to them, listen, you're not going to get this opportunity again for this pause. The the world is going to speed up really quickly after this. So take advantage of this pause. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with this when you can't? You only do get anything? one shot. Do not lose your chance to blow this opportunity. Comes once in a lifetime. Please don't sue me, Eminem. I love you yeah. so much. But haven't you haven't you found that when yeah. when you've received yeah. the hanged one, where it's just like if if you like immediately after that situation passes, like things are chaotic and you just don't have room, yeah, anymore. Yeah. Well, it's also a time to gather your resources for the next card, which is death and transition and change. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, bringing back to stupid reality of fucking COVID pandemic. And when, when it first hit, everybody was freaked out and they all went out and bought $25,000 worth of toilet paper. 
you know, running. And bread makers. And bread makers <laughs> or whatever, you know, we, we, we gathered whatever fucking resources we thought we would need for a lockdown of, let's just play it simple here in the U.S., maybe like of like three months or sorry, three, three days or whatever. And, and yeah, and then we went, you know, <laughs> we couldn't stay grounded any longer, you know, but it's, it's. The hanged it's, one is just hard. Noti- and notice yeah. the consequences of that too, not yes. to get all political or anything, but it's just yeah. like, here's the, here's the result of us not taking it's that hanged one moment. Fucking same thing is when you try to go have recess, those two kids in the back won't shut the fuck up and now nobody can have recess. Thanks a lot, you little shits. Why don't you just do what you were told for five goddamn seconds so we could all get out of fucking school and go have goddamn recess. I'm really, I, I had to cancel a trip to Detroit, so I'm a little cranky. I was going to say, I hear some therapy moments here going on for- Well, my chat. therapist, Joel, said, uh, you can control what you can control and everything else, you just have to let it go. You have to, right? And there's this really good book I read called Kitchen Table Tarot, <laughs> written by this author named Melissa Canova. I think that's uh, how you say it. Canova. Sucks. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> called me Canova today and I was like, you're all, you're close. It's canola. And they went, what? And I'm like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's Sinova, like Casanova. Um, but I wrote in that book this because when my friend Jeffrey explained the hanged man to me in these words, sometimes you have to unclench your fists and just be. If you're going to fall, you're going to fall. If you're going to float, you're going to float. But you're not going to be able to use your hands as anything but weapons if they're clenched into fists. Like they're not going to be open to. Well, that part was me. That wasn't Jeffrey. But okay. <laughs> just by the way, that little clever. I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. But you know, I'm trying not to be a dick. But um, I'm a really good writer. <laughs> Listen. So, but you have to have your hands open in order to receive, in order to do magic, in order to protect or project. So when you're when you're in that place of I don't want to be here and I don't, I don't want to let go. And I don't, it's not time to swing down yet or whatever. If you stay in the hangman position for too long, then you have the opposite problem. You can't rejoin. You have to stay separate. You can't be part of the community because you can't receive, you know, you can't give, you can just be. And that limits, you know, our human experience. Agreed. So I, I think it's the hermit gone bad, you know? Wow. <laughs> well, you know, I think that's I a wrap. Been, oh, no, I have been looking no, at these cards for a while, you know. No, I get it. Welcome back, Sonova. Hey, I missed you guys. <laughs> missed you too. I decided yeah. this year that I'm oh, fuck off, Hillary. Um, that I'm only reading <laughs> books related to things that are important to me. So my first one is about the Morrigan, since she booped me on the head unceremoniously in June. Um, but the next one, I have this this entire shelf. I have the, three of the encyclopedias of tarot that I've never read through. So that's my next read. It's nice. this big. Yeah, it weighs more than my car. It's bigger than a Honda. Ah, uh, Stuart Kaplan. Oh, God bless him. Yep. Um, yeah, big ups to Kaplan. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the Haynes man is is what he is. Is a placeholder in time. It's a moment where you stepped back and, and watched something awful happen. And sometimes, especially now, sometimes we need to do that. We need to go, yep, that's a really awful thing that's happening to you and your family. And I have my hands full of my own shit. So I'm just going to hold back 
and I'm going to hang upside down and I'm going to see that I have to take care of myself before I take care of you. Well, that's a shift in perspective that a lot of us are learning right now. We have to care for ourselves first. You know, that was one of the reasons. Well, it was mostly because of Bo, because I didn't want, I know Bo's parents and he has to fly with me because I can't fly by myself. And I just kept thinking about getting on a plane with him and then having to tell his mother how he got sick. And I don't want to have that conversation because he, he's like my own son and I wouldn't put my son on an airplane right now, you know, and I certainly don't want to have that conversation with somebody else's mother. Um, so, you know, everything's going to be virtual. I'm mad as fuck about it, but being mad when you're hanging upside down, like what the fuck are you going to do about it? Kick yourself, spin in a circle, like Thor in the beginning of Ragnarok. Like those are the only options. You can have a temper tantrum about being up there, but you're up there nonetheless. Yeah. So you might as well calm the fuck down and breathe through it and figure out when you're going to be well enough to jump down. It has such a um, relevance to one of the other podcast episodes we've done about holding space, really, and how uncomfortable it can be to hold space, but also how necessary it is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is just holding space and not doing anything and not pulling another card. (laughs) And I know that's hard for us tarot Mm -hmm. readers to be like, this is that's literally why I don't read for myself ever mm-hmm. because I will just I'll be like okay 70th card's a winner hit me and I'll hit, hit me. me yeah exactly hit me. <laughs> yeah this is not blackjack like, ooh, all swords all swords happened. that's uh, happened to me dealer yeah. folds yeah <laughs> yeah no I mean it's also you know we have to relax into it mm-hmm. you know I mean hold, holding well I mean holding spiritual space. growth you just can't if you do it too fast you'll just split in half Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not quoting that reference. I'm not touching it with a 20 foot pole. No, I'm just going to read about you on that bathroom wall in Jersey. Okay. Oh gosh. Sorry. I'm just going to, I'm just going to gloss all all over that, but holding space is also not fixing anything. You know, it's, you can't fix anything. You can't do anything about it. You can't shut (laughs) Sinova up at all. That's canola. Thank you very much cannoli no <laughs> melissa cannoli oh, well that that canola would probably help to relax you but <laughs> hey, oh. ease in but <laughs> <laughs> we've gone off the rails it's a one okay. it's a one-upmanship really that happens on this podcast i cannot welcome to fire signs gone wild oh again. my god i hope y'all missed us because we're did back. i tell you Amanda? i was like for you know let's do something christmasy like to introduce the team and i wanted like the kid ralphie going down the slide right in a christmas story and i'm like you know i can't even watch that anymore because there's so many parts of it that are uncomfortable and haven't aged well but before I told her that, she sent me a picture of a fox going down a, a little hill. And I said, first of all, it looks like a butt plug. <laughs> Second, <laughs> secondly, let's go with something else. So we went with the cat eating the electric lights, except it was a fox. But I could, <laughs> and then like five seconds later, she sends me this graphic, literally of a fox that's shaped like a butt plug. And I... <laughs> I don't know why that keeps coming up on our podcast, but somebody clearly needs to hear it. So it's probably on Rayo. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
or Bo or <gasps> someone else. Who knows? Anyway, anyway let's anyway. get back to the hanged one. So, so how we were kind of doing all this <laughs> before before hiatus was that we would, you know, talk about the card, which I think we kind of did and sometimes it, evolving. Sure. And we bring up some, some <laughs> of our favorite decks or decks that we're currently using. So, hey, who wants to kick that off, Hillary? <laughs> okay, I can do that. <laughs> what um, I like about Jamie is that she's very subtle. <laughs> yeah yeah with a mallet over your head again fire signs <laughs> most of us like are babysitting not and not getting paid oh my god <laughs> um so my favorite hanged one card um isn't a human it's um from the wild messengers alchemical tarot um by lola pickett with uh cosmic animal art by tanya castile Hopefully I'm pronouncing all of that correctly. And instead of it being the hanged one hanging from a tree, it's actually a bat. So, and the card, the card is renamed shift. So it's not called the hanged one. It's called shift. And actually like, this is one of two decks that I was going to cite. But I really like this one for its animal art because every single animal that's used in all 78 cards of this deck has a very specific reason. It's not just animals for animals sake. And here's just a deer. Like, yeah. And here's a deer on the three of cups for some reason. You know, it's not like that at all. Every single animal is, to, is selected to go with that major or minor arcana's cards energy which i really really love so having oh i like that the bat being the shift card for the hanged one is 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 all about that you know like turning my assumptions and stories upside down um i really like what they say in the companion book about it about how the bat the signal is only available when the bat emits a high frequency sound. The information depends on bat giving voice to its inquiry. So it's almost like it has to speak to itself in order to really hear itself and navigate, which I think is an awesome, you know, redefining of what the hanged one is. Yep. Mm, I like that. Really cool deck. Word. Very cool. Jamie. Sure. Yeah, you well, like it. I can take it. I picked two. And the reason why I did, not just because I'm an overachiever fucking Leo person, but I um wanted to, you know, read a poem off of one of them mostly. And then show the other one that I kind of tend to like working with right now. So um in the Guide to the Transient Light Tarot, which is sadly out of print, but it is coming back in June 2022. This is a gender agnostic deck where if it shows human body, it's it's parts, not a person, not the genders, not the binary. So that's one of the reasons why I like having the hanged man be renamed to like the hanged one or something different, like what Hillary said, or in like Tarot for Kids. Teresa Reed's deck where it's renamed Patience. Mm -hmm. But um, in this book, um, the creator, Ari Wisner, has a friend of theirs, because I don't know gender, is um, Poetry by Fausta Jolly, J-O-L-Y. And this is what um, uh, Fausta wrote for The Hanged One. Surrender, surrender, surrender. It's okay. Beams of hope will shine in your direction. Imagine you're falling back 
into a nest made of the luscious green glass, your knuckles no longer white from holding your fists so tight. Once we let go, among all the feelings felt, you will be rewarded with release. And I really like liked this because it also goes back to what has I'm I'm calling the title of this episode that unclench your fist and just be. Or unclench your jaw. Or unclench your jaw, which is something <laughs> I have issues with because I'm TMJ girl over here. But yeah, you know, we, we, we have this the self-sacrifice aspect. We have this idea of letting go and just being in that moment and realizing the coolness or the stillness that comes with it, the gifts that you have. You know, Odin got the runes and, you know, the new perspective, a way to communicate with somebody. Mm -hmm. The other deck I chose um, was the Pacific Northwest Tarot. And by the way, both of these decks call that card the Hanged One. Mm -hmm. And this deck, um, this one just came out on a Kickstarter by Brendan Marnell. And what I liked about this is that he actually went around to all the different biomes that the Pack Northwest has. Most people think we're Pack Northwest, where it's just, or Pack North wet, sorry, you know, where it's just raining and just wet, wet, wet all the time. And nope, you know, it, it snows out in the Eastern areas. We have plains, we, we have wheat fields. And this one, the hanged one is the Taylor's checker spot butterfly in pupa format. So again, I love that we have this idea of a butterfly or the caterpillar having to go into pupa state so it can transform into that beautiful butterfly, which Mm -hmm. in a a lot of decks, that butterfly or you see emerging from the pupa format is on a death card, that transformation, that big change. So here Mm -hmm. you've got that step before, which is pupa you know basically liquefying yourself in your own juices so that you can like rebuild yourself to be something new clearly if you're liquid you're not going anywhere and if you ever say the words in your own juices on this podcast again i will end it we will end the last (laughs) words ever heard on this podcast will be moist in your moist yeah i was about to i was about to say I hate you guys so much. <laughs> love Fuck you. Both of love you. you. I love breaking you up. So That's much. it. Yay That's it. We're, we're done. It's we over. Had a good it's run. over. Everybody. We had a, we had a good run. Good run. <laughs> Dick wads. So gross. All right. Well, I don't want to. Which one is anymore, yours? No, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not telling. No, liquid moist. Christ. Moist. <laughs> Say it in my most sexy, sultry voice, and then just watch Melissa become one big puddle of goo. she's not even looking at the camera right now i don't she, want to i can't even closed. look at you right now <laughs> but she's listening God. to us she's Whatever. definitely listening to us. all right they, they used to be called jumpalines until you two got on one in 1986 hey <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you both all right wow so this one is french la pendu boy and uh it is the um the sisterhood of the traveling pants tarot no it's That's the sacred, sorry do we even it's have the, that as a deck it's yet this, no it's the sacred sisterhood tarot from uh red wheel wiser and literally this deck i've been using non-stop since i got it it the card stock's great the deck's great representation's great name is stupid can't hit it all you know if you're perfect you'd be fucking annoying so the um en français la pendu means the hanged 
So, um, and we have a person who has um, multicolored skin, gray and black hair, I'm digging it. And then their hair turns into the scarf from which they are kind of suspended. It looks like they're holding onto a rope by their toes. And it looks like they're a hoop and scarf dancer, like you see on um, in burlesque. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a very intricate thing. And they're using the weight of their own thigh and their hair that turns into a scarf to keep them in this hoop. So the first thing I thought of, obviously, was V um, in red light readings because she's a hoop dancer. And yeah. the second thing I thought of was Jamie because she does the cool little fire thingies. But with both of those things, you practice and practice and practice and practice. And then you show what you can do, right? And our, our hanged person right now looks very relaxed for somebody who's hanging by their toes from a rope right? Yeah. So this is not something that can be learned overnight. You're not going to wake up one day and be able to absolutely 100% remove yourself from activity in order to let it proceed without you, right? That's a, it's a Buddhist training if we come down to it. Um, I mean, there's, there's like uh, monks and, uh, and nuns in Christianity. Um, you know, I know that there are devout jewish folks who have like uh, vows of silence i believe i could be just lying um but uh i in in almost everything i can think of there is a part of the faith that's where you step back and you bond with whoever your god is or the universe you know yoga there's like silent retreats there's yoga like there's places that you just go to be separated right Mm -hmm. and but you have to get to that level you don't just start today being able to zip it and stay out of other people's business because when i see the hanged man in readings for people i'm like stop gossiping immediately get out of all of the shit that you're in right particularly if it's reversed right you're not listening to what the universe is telling you people who talk shit about you or to you will also talk shit about you right yeah um and uh in talking about people is boring and destructive anyway you know unless you're being kind so I think like the lesson that the hangman teaches us, if we look to that broader scope of, you know, it's there, there's a halo around their head. they clearly have practiced doing this. They're suspending themselves for the greater good. This is a person who's practiced at doing this, right? So let's not beat ourselves up when we find this card to be difficult to listen to, you know, who wants to just stop? I didn't want to, I'd stop for two years for my health. And it's, it sucked. I hated almost every single second of it, but I had to, I had no choice and I had to do it because, you know, my, my health and my future and my kids and my family all depended on it. So it's, this is what I do now. And it's that release of ego. This is who I am now. This is what I do now that I think will help us get through this never ending motherfucking pandemic, right? Keeps fucking with all our plants and all of our friends and our family, our heart families is that we have to, we have to release that part of our ego. And like today I, I read this thing from my church that I love my church and they're like, yep, we're going back to uh, online only because the numbers in Missouri are the worst they've ever been. And it was that moment I was like, we are not doing this. We're not doing any, and I will not put anybody's health at risk. That's where I draw the line. Absolutely not. And by doing so, I've removed my ego entirely from it, from the decision. 
I'm making the decision for the greater good so that, that my friend doesn't get sick. So I don't get anybody sick. So I don't bring it home to my kids. You know, this is a decision that I am making and it sucks. Nobody said the hangman, you like fucking blood's rushing to your goddamn head. And I'm sure your leg fell asleep and nobody's going to appreciate what you do. Nobody appreciates martyrs until after they're dead. You know, nobody's going to give a fuck today. But the, um, the amount of grace that you allow into the world when you fill it with your own grace, like it makes a window and more comes in and more comes in. And then, you know, maybe we all get touched with a little grace. That's, that's pretty cool. That's worth it. That's worth the sacrifice that we make when we climb up and hang from that tree. I agree. So, Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. 